Hi, and welcome back to My Brother's an Idiot. Yes, it's that podcast where we talk about sports, nerd shit, food, booze, and whatever the hell else we want. And we're damn glad that you're here. You're part of the Goon Squad. And I'm Matt, King of the Squad. Let me kick you around the rest of the panel that's with us today. First and foremost, the dipshit, the producer, where the metal comes from. She's known as Mikaela. MJ, what's going on? Um, it's very early in the morning, so I'm having coffee with Brandy to start your day off right, kids. Don't drink if you're under 21. Awesome. How's it taste? What kind of brandy? Uh, it's just Christian Brothers, but it's the um, pinion nut coffee, so it's really oh, good. Oh, you got that good pinion. Yup. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right. Well, good to see you. Next, the Kaiser. Goldagoon. The man we named the podcast after. Podcast after. That's easy for me to say. The podcast after. I summon him. Bunga. My brother, the idiot. Goon. Hello. All right, Mr. Doubtfire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, hi, everybody. Hi. How are you? How's it going? Good. How are you, bud? Uh, You know, doing all right. Hanging in there. We're, we're doing the thing. We're getting ready to record a podcast. Yeah. yeah, that's exciting. Michaela thinks it's super, super early in the morning, which is bullshit because it's not. Right. We've burnt plenty of daylight today already, at I've least four hours. It's 6 a.m. Oh, so sad for you. <laughs> so why? why? Right. As, as have we all. I wasn't saying it was early in the morning in general. We oh. normally we record this fucking podcast at like eight PM. That's we're true. We're solid ten hours ahead of time. That's true. Yeah, but we're definitely off our timing game for sure. We are we are definitely in the Red Bull zone at this point. So Guns up, let's go. <laughs> All right. All right. And quick shout out to the missing fourth member of the panel, Muti. We miss you. Getting better every day. Hopefully we'll see him soon. Muti. Muti. All right. <laughs> All right, let's get rolling. Uh, first, we are going to do a fantasy draft, and we are drafting actors in their Batman villain roles. Yes, actors in their Batman villain roles. And it looks like the trout has made an appearance. Will the trout be making a selection? The The trout will concede his selections. Okay, but he's still- <laughs> You so grabbed confused. him. Yeah, you grabbed him. So he's I, I, here, but not here. We I haven't seen him, him in a few weeks. I grabbed him ahead of time. He he okay. will be he will be necessary later. Okay. It's a surprise tool that will help us later. All right. So to be specific here, we are drafting actors in their roles as Batman villains across any of the media that you can uh, watch them. So television, animated films, whatever incredibly wide group of people we can select and uh, i have plugged our names into a fantasy football widget and randomly generated an order and that order is going to be bunga me then mj bunga you are up first and i will tell you i have one and one a you cannot screw me up the bunga delegation selects jack as the joker in 1988's batman would you care to elaborate? <laughs> no. If you haven't seen it, you don't deserve to. This town needs an enema. 
There you go. <laughs> Plus, he gets the Prince theme song. It's awesome. Mm. Party man. Party man. Right? Carry on. Carry on. All right. For my selection, um, I still have one and one A to choose from. He was number three on my list. Uh, however, in keeping with the theme, I give you... I'm going to give you Mark Hamill as the Joker. In the anime. <laughs> son you son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Oh, yes. Mark Hamill as the Joker in many animated portrayals. Uh, so good at it. They made a character for him to play on a TV show that had nothing to do with Batman. He was on The Flash, play basically playing the Joker uh, in something that wasn't even the Joker. Awesome stuff. Uh, How a guy gets two iconic characters like that and just crushes it, it's just beyond me. Great job, Mr. Hamill. We love you, Mark Hamill, as the Joker. MJ, you and the Trout are up. God damn it. That was my Uh, one and two and three and also my four. (laughs) She has no other selections. This is like when this is like when the fan fantasy fit football thing happened and Travis Kelsey went, so she just drafted kicker. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a sleeper. Uh, I'm gonna take a sleeper that I I'm gonna draft him because he's funny and I like him. I'm gonna take Jim Carrey as the Riddler because that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> him in that movie was fucking hilarious and very weird. <laughs> and you can have him. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> All right, Mark, you are up. Now, there's many ways I can go with this. Uh, but I think I have a pretty good idea of where I want to go. One hour later. In keeping with the uh, tradition of really liking Tim Burton bad guys, we will be selecting Danny DeVito as Penguin. Mm. He was on my list too. He good. Yeah, he, he's he like good. the only dude that could actually get away with what I'm doing. The penguin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face I don't know. It. I mean, sh- shout out to Burgess Meredith. Uh, that 1960s Batman was campy and stupid, but the hat and the monocle and the wah wah all the time was actually pretty good. That was also campy <laughs> and stupid, but that was that whole thing. I mean, shark repellent. Yeah, really? was, yeah, on his belt already. I, Batman, he's already got that shit ready to go. Yeah. No, I loved it. I love everything or about the, those 1960s. The scene when they're running with the bomb just over his head. <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> it's just the round the round bomb with a fuse. Like <laughs> runs into a group of nuns or runs into a group of kids. Or... <laughs> it's just a, this Batman running on a treadmill with a giant <laughs> cherry bomb. <laughs> it says TNT on it like it's a Bugs Bunny cartoon. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Danny DeVito is a penguin. There's there's my number two. All right, awesome. Which means that my one and one A, I get them both. Uh, this guy uh, redefined the character in a single portrayal. Uh, really introduced a lot of folks to the depth and amazingness amazingness of that character. I am picking Heath Ledger as the Joker. Do you want to know how I got these scars? Is all you need to know. There you go. <laughs> the trout is spinning in circles. <laughs> I'm fascinated by the trout. I think I might be getting whirling disease from the trout. <laughs> yeah, <you're> right. <laughs> All right, MJ, you're up. 
Uh, okay. In in keeping with Mark's tradition of picking Tim Burton villains, this is kind of like a moderate villain, but she was good. I'm gonna take Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You did that shit on purpose, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, Listen, you did. Matt fucked me really hard on that. Poor <laughs> Campbell pick, all right? So in turn, you fucked me on that one. Oh. Michelle Pfeiffer good. Michelle Pfeiffer hot. That's about as much to say about that. Yeah. Just. I mean, oh, she paid that shit so far forward. <laughs> she really did. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> rethink uh, my whole third pick now he has to i didn't abs- even have a third pick all right mark you're up i know it's gonna be some click 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 yeah <laughs> the trout is curious the trout Who your is next curious. pick will be is that the trout yeah fuck it I've got it. So we're going with uh, another Joker. Cesar Romero as mm. the Joker from the old, old shows. Yes. And, I'll take that all day. And, and Cesar Romero actually had a lot of impact on how Jack played the character. You can see yeah. a lot of that kind of zaniness when he wasn't being, you know, Tim Burton dark and brooding. Um, a lot of that Caesar Romero craziness that he brought to the character is there in the Jack portrayal. I really enjoy that. Yeah, All right. absolutely. All right, I am going to go... Hmm. All right, I'm going to go off the rails here just a little bit. Um, first off of all... Off the rails! I, I, I would like to like give... podcast. Right? I would like to give a shout-out to Robin Lord Taylor uh, as an honorable mention as Penguin in the Gotham series. He was... Actually did a really good job, I thought. Um, however, I am going to go back into the animated world. And the actor who gave us such notable phrases like Mr. J and Puddin, give me Arlene Sorkin, who played Harley Quinn on the animated series. If you've seen any of the Suicide Squad movies, you have seen how that character was played with a voice that pulled directly from that performance. Why are you shaking? Are we just tilt? What is going on here? (laughs) All right, MJ, you're up. Yeah. I'm going to make another goober pick. Uh, give me Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. (laughs) Everybody freeze. (laughs) <laughs> all right everybody freeze it's the dumbest fucking portrayal in yeah. history i love him <laughs> so bad that one could have been so good with the whole wife story and like the 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 torture that he's put through trying to save his wife and it's just it was just arnie in white face paint yeah it was so with bad a- with a puns per 60 rate never seen before. Right. <laughs> the only thing redeemable about that entire fucking movie is Poison Ivy in the skin tight one piece. She had terrible Poison Ivy, but uh, Uma Thurman 
Oh, well, looks yeah. really good. Yeah. She's, Uma Thurman she's hot. hot. Yeah. Yes. Uma Thurman was a goddess. Was? Uh, is. Still is. Oh, okay. She even has a whole song written about her. Yeah. Mark's picks. Jack Nicholson, Danny DeVito, and Cesar Romero. I picked Mark Hamill, Heath Ledger, and Arlene Sorkin. MJ went completely off the rails because everyone picked shit she wanted, and she went with Jim Carrey, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well done, Goon Squad. Bullet point number two. (laughs) (laughs) 17 minutes in. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we'll go fast. No problem. Yeah, if you know how this works. Right. (laughs) All right. Bobby know I might be a little bit later than I thought. (laughs) All right, big news in the NFL this week. We will start with the hometown squad. We talked a little bit about this on the live cast the other day, Mark, but Denver fixed their quarterback issue and traded for Russell Wilson. Let's talk about that, bud. Let Russ cook. Let Russ cook. Let Russ cook. I don't know what he's cooking, but he's cooking it all day and all night for at least two more years, but probably more likely like five or six or seven here in Denver. The Broncos essentially trade away three first-round draft picks because they traded away no offense, and three three second-round draft picks because they also traded away uh, the, the fucking Drew Locke, and they also traded away Shelby Harris, who is very sad. And uh, got a fourth round draft pick and exchanged a fifth for a fourth. So, and they got a franchise quarterback who is coming off of an injury who is what, 30, 32, 32. Yeah. So, and he wants to play till he's 45, apparently. Um, that is, that is the ru- word on the street, but he is a cheerleader. He is shorter than you and I, Matt, uh, at five ten. But he is the best and most accurate deep thrower of the ball in all of football, and that includes one Aaron Rodgers. He is just spectacular at it. He can move around in the pocket and uh, will fit well with this play-action offense that we are installing here with Nathaniel Hackett and crew, and he has a lot of weapons. (laughs) Look out, AFC West. Look out. Yeah, he's got to be pretty excited. I mean, DK Metcalf is otherworldly, right? But one through four, and and even if you lump in the tight ends, one through five, he's got way more depth on the receiving side than he ever had. Not um, to mention a stud running back. Yeah, yeah. And I I don't know if Seattle even is going to have a running back. I mean, one's not under contract and one's coming off a serious injury. Um, They're in a little bit of a world of hurt. Obviously, the you know when we talked about it on the the last episode there, MJ. But um, you know he had scrubbed half of his social profile, and we thought maybe he was trying to get out, and didn't think it was going to happen. But it sure did, didn't it? Yeah. In fact, Mark and I called it. We 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 called Russ to Denver. Um, his fingers do look worse than a professional volleyball player's, which is saying something. Um, so hopefully he got that shit figured out. But otherwise, yeah, uh, hopefully his fucking back doesn't give out because he's old. Go Russ. <laughs> he's he's missed, what, f- five games in his entire yeah. career, and it was due to a finger injury. Yeah. And um, so I... Yeah, but uh, did you see his fingers afterwards? They were all fucking crooked and shit. Yeah, but they fixed that. That's yeah, surgery. That's why I had surgery. That's why they had the surgery. Right. 
And then he played. He'd be he fine. fine. Yeah. He's fine. Yep. Now let's talk for a minute about the pieces that we lost. I don't think anyone um, in their right mind is going to miss Drew Locke. Um, My. <laughs> see ya. Um, you know, fun guy, but I'm not sure he could play quarterback uh, as a starter in this league. Um, Noah Fant, potential never really realized. Uh, the knock on him was, you know, couldn't break a tackle. Um, Can't block. Yeah. It can only run one route. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, and Mark mentioned a little bit uh, uh, Shelby Harris. Um, we'll definitely miss that guy just from a personality standpoint. But I mean, let's face it, Shelby is a above average defensive tackle, and you can find those guys just about anywhere. Um, so we'll definitely miss you. We loved having you here, Shelby. This is the nature of the beast, but um, we can still improve that position as well. All right. Anything else on Russell Wilson, guys? No. And in other Denver news, Von Miller, interestingly, on took to Instagram and was talking about how he would like to come back, maybe, or go to L.A., maybe. Uh, Mark, do you think this is um, real, or is this just him playing out the negotiations and putting leverage on both sides? Um, yes. Yeah. I think it's both. Um, I, I think it's real that he wants to come back. He's been talking about it since he went to LA that he would like to finish his career in Denver. Although I think he wants to get as much money as he possibly can. Um, so both sides I think are good. Um, he's not going to get very, as much money in, um, uh, Los Angeles as he would here in Denver. Uh, due to the their cap restrictions and other pieces that they have to sign around him, um, but uh, I don't think that he's. I don't. I don't know if he's going to give the Denver Broncos a hometown discount either, and he should not. So uh, he's going to have uh, some hard choices to make. I think another team outside of those two would probably offer him the more, more money, but those are obviously the two landing spots he wants, and he's going to end up having to take a. a shave and a haircut to come back to one of those two because we got a lot of other things to sign here but i think the denver broncos can ultimately offer him more money and happiness and fan hugs what do you think the number is five forty he's he makes <laughs> his his numbers fifty two uh seventy four uh no i think it's like two years probably like 13 million per he can get him at six and a half a year 13 million per. Oh, per. Got it. Got it. I didn't, hear the, I didn't hear the per. Per. That was a big, you know, I only said like eight words and one of them was per. Yeah, well, I didn't hear it. So. <laughs> I think he wants more through. than that, but I think I think right. that's what Denver can afford. And I think Los Angeles is going to offer him less than that. So yeah. we'll see what happens. The For a defensive end, which is probably where you put him, right? Um, or a defensive end, the franchise number is 17.9. So that's the average of the top five. Uh, linebacker, it's 18.7. So it's close. So I think, I think you're right there. I think 13 per is probably about right. A um, couple years, let him finish out. I'll, I'm good with it. MJ, you good with it? Yes. Sounds excellent. What does the trout think? The trout believes that Von Miller should come back and move back to Foxfield. I can't imagine he actually sold his fucking house. But come back to Foxfields, and then he can do Denver stuff, like go to the Gothic and have 
October. What the fuck is that called? Halloween parties. <laughs> Just don't invite Chad Kelly. <laughs> right. Do not invite Chad Kelly, please, for the love of God. Yeah, you know, I, I said it when that whole thing happened. Um, that that was like what fifteen blocks from our parents' house. <laughs> yeah, that day we actually drove to <laughs> your mother. Our, your mother and I drove past the house that that happened at because we heard it on the news. We're like, right. ah, let's go check it out. Yeah. Two so minutes later, imagine, we're like, there it is. You imagine if that guy walked into Milty's house. <laughs> that I would not have gotten, been. No, he would not would have not been. been no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have gotten hit with a vacuum hose. Yeah, there would not have been a vacuum hose involved. <laughs> Something a little bit more severe. Yeah. <laughs> Milty has lots of knives. And <laughs> Milty would have ended that man. <laughs> right. I can't believe we'll just let Chad Kelly take over the podcast. Okay. Uh, I more- mean, I, we we could have Gene Mingo take over the podcast, but he hasn't accepted our invitation yet. Correct. Did Someday. I tell you that I tried to find him on Cameo? Yes. Is he on Cameo? No, he's no. not, unfortunately. I'm not surprised. I looked very okay. hard. <laughs> Other news and notes in the NFL. Uh, and it was kind of a roller coaster this week, Mark. Um, you know, Everyone in Denver, save a few people, were really enthusiastic about maybe getting their hands on Aaron Rodgers as a Denver quarterback. And he announced that he is returning to the pack. But there's no contract. What's going on there? I was one of those people in the minority that was not excited to have Aaron Rodgers. I will just go on the record and say that Mm -hmm. I was never on board with that. Um, I'm very happy with Russell Wilson. Uh, But, you know, he gets what he wants. So, you know, he was playing the Denver card to try to get some negotiating power, I think, through his agent. And they ended up getting him $153 million guaranteed is about what I've heard. And somewhere in the neighborhood of $200 million total over the course of the next four years. Um, Whether or not he plays all that out, I don't know. But he is there. Uh, It reduces the cap number for him um, so that they could actually bring in uh, uh, the the wide receiver, Adams. Yep. and so that they can franchise him and possibly sign him to a long-term deal um and it gives them some more wiggle room to take care of some other things so they basically by re-signing aaron Rodgers to the contract they did they eliminated most of their cap overage and made some room for some other pieces i i think that they're taking a step back because they only really have three wide receivers on the roster and one of them's a rookie. The other one I've never heard of. And then there's Devonte Adams. Who's not happy with the franchise tag. Um, and I don't know what they're going to do on defense because half of their defense isn't under contract, but uh, I mean, you, you have the quarterback solved and that's all that matters in the NFL. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, they, they will still dominate the NFC North and be a playoff team. Yeah. It helps that they're playing in that awful division. Garbage dump. (laughs) You have the Bears, oof. The Lions, oof. And Minnesota, oof, oof. The only thing that might be worse is the AFC South. (laughs) At least there's another quarterback in that division. Is there? Um, Is there? I guess this is where I. I mean, your best. Yeah, your best quarterback in the AFC South is uh, Ryan Tannehill right now. Um. I think somebody in uh, Jacksonville might have something to say about that. 
I mean, he's got potential, but he's not there yet. We'll see. Right. Right. But I, I I need to make sure that everyone knows that that was not me giving a compliment to Jacksonville. Um, <laughs> very much still on the Jacksonville Jaguars are a terrible franchise bandwagon. There You're it welcome, is. Neil. There it is. Shout out to Neil. All right. Uh, MJ, uh, Rogers. Can't, can't let that go. Can't let the opportunity <laughs> nope, go to nope, make fun cannot. of the Jags. Nope, that's exactly right. MJ, Rogers, back to the Packers. Discuss. Probably Ben. Okay. And she gives her the thumbs up. I don't right. I don't care about him very much. So who gives a flying fuck? All right. Uh, last bit of quarterback news this week. There was a grand jury uh hearing uh in the case of Deshaun Watson, and the grand jury declined to uh file charges in his sexual harassment and assault cases uh in uh they declined nine of the 10 that they were thinking that they were going to file. The prosecutor never actually filed the 10th case. Mark, um, does this clear the way for Deshaun to play or more to come? That was a nice little uh, rhyming there that you had there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he's not going to play in Houston anytime soon. I think he's pretty much burnt there. And um, uh, what's his name? Davis Mills or... Um, jabroni mills that they have as a quarterback that they're they're gonna run with him and they'll probably get some trade value out of deshaun watson um you did misspeak though there is other quarterback news that i need to bring to somebody's attention here because washington (laughs) has got themselves carson (laughs) wentz and i just need to make sure that everyone knows that because michaela has jinxed carson wentz before and she will probably do so again uh, Michaela, do you have anything to say about Carson Wentz in Washington? Someone posted that on Twitter, and someone quote retweeted it and was like, "Well, what's Indianapolis gonna do with for a quarterback?" And so someone replied with a picture of a cat in a car driving, and was like, "Brian Hoyer on the way." <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's perfect in more than one way. I was like, wow, not, not only my boys. Yeah, not only did you wish upon him breaking both of his ankles, but now we have a Brian Hoyer reference. I'm so sorry, Carson. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> All right. More news in the NFL this week, and this one was actually kind of fun to talk about. Uh, Mark Calvin Ridley was suspended for a year for betting on football um what it a was, dumbass it was more than just betting on football well, he also bet, be he bet on the falcons correct he put fifteen hundred dollars on the falcons Correct. <laughs> like the the rest of it the gambling aspect is okay right because these guys go to vegas all the time and you know they're not spending money just on the roulette table or the craps table you know they're placing bets somewhere but what was it a locker room bet or something that was involved with this, but oh no, he, he did it on his phone. He did oh, it that's on right. his it was like phone a, with an app. Was, that's right. It was like a fan duel shit. Yeah. Five hundred dollars um, on three parlays. Yeah. Uh on his own team. On uh, his own ask, team. Ask Pete Rose how that worked out for him. Right. Uh, <laughs> and you know, I I 
we we're we're making some light of this in the gambling situation. I think that there is a little bit of seriousness with, you know, you could be tampering with some of the footballs and the the integrity of the game and messing with the shield and all that stuff. But in all seriousness, I think that this is kind of overplayed because uh, how much impact does one wide receiver have on a game that involves fifty three players? Um, and my other point that I want to make, and this is very serious, is um, how is it that there are dudes who are convicted of sexual assaults and things like that that are getting four games or, you know, uh, what did, what did, uh, uh, the, 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 the dude from Dallas get, he got four games, right. And it got reduced to two or some shit for hitting a, a chick. Um, and like Pac-Man Jones, who is constantly just beating people up and throwing coins at strippers and shit and still got, plenty of NFL time, even though he was terrible at football. Um, I, I know I'm being a little facetious about it, but I'm not, um, the, the amount of time that the NFL, you know, puts on this kind of stuff, but then, you know, people who kill people in automobiles or beat their wives only get like a half a season or less. Like that's, I feel like there's there's just a little bit of some form of morality that is not settling correctly with me um, with these things. Sorry to take the fun out of it, but that's how I feel. Um, Zeke Elliott was suspended six games. Um, I but it got reduced, right? I think so it like did three. get reduced, yeah. Uh, but he was never actually charged. Um, it was an, an accusation. Um and it's the same thing that's going on with Deshaun Watson, right? There's actually no charges filed, but they they and they got to sit the guy down and figure it all out. Um, right. To the NFL's credit, and Mark, you and I talked about this briefly this week, when there's actually receipts, that guy gets the okie doke. I give you Ray Rice. Um, right. <laughs> he never played again um, after that video came out. So, yeah, there is the the integrity of the game, and I and you've got a solid point. Like, there's definitely like we should be taking a stronger stance on. Um, some of these things when there's um, proof and validity that these things actually happened. Um, and, you know, and sometimes it doesn't, I mean, maybe there was something that happened in the Zeke case and they could figure out that there was something then still, I mean, stop, drop the six games on him. Um, Akib Talib shot himself twice. Well, he shot himself. <laughs> but he still had guns. Yeah. Like, those kill people. Yeah, but you know what the difference is? Akib Talib didn't shoot the NFL. If it doesn't affect them, who cares what they do? They can that still play himself. football. Well, I mean, Plaxico that, Burris shot point. himself that's... in a nightclub and got what? Well, no, he didn't even get in the nightclub. <laughs> he was well, that's right, with the, gun. the nightclub. Yeah, they, they found in... the gun on him and he's like, oh, you mean this thing? Oh, yeah. my foot. Yeah, yeah. shot himself. It, it's the, the NFL. Uh, this is the same for most like sports leagues. If it doesn't affect how they can play baseball and if it doesn't affect the league or football or whatever, then who cares? But if you bet on the game, you might fuck up the game. And that's unacceptable. So get the fuck out. That's that's how sports leagues run. They don't... Morality is... It's a Questionable. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're told every single year in training camp, you do not bet on football. They're just a, a very plain, very clear. Every single year, you do not bet on football. Calvin Ridley's an idiot. I mean... Yeah. That... To do it on a phone on your own FanDuel account, like that's not hard to track, bro. And it, 
I can see where he's thinking. He's not playing. He, he was in a time when he was taking a step away from the game for uh, mental health. And I guess if that's the way you try to fix your mental health, you do you, boo-boo. But bet on something else, right? Or have your boy do it for you. Because um, I guarantee you that shit happens all the time. Right? Mark, you're right. They're betting on other stuff. They're betting on football. They're just not doing it in a way that can get them caught. You know, they might want to slide a grand over to their buddy to put it on whatever, to do whatever, to win whatever. That that happens, and we're naive to think that it doesn't. But you can't actually get caught doing it because it, you know, could impact the perception of the integrity of the game. You guys got any more thoughts on this? My favorite part was that he tweeted out, I only bet $1,500. <laughs> I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. That doesn't help, man. Right? <laughs> it's not better. Right. I don't have a gambling problem, LOL. Like, I, don't <laughs> I don't have a gambling problem. I only bet $1,500. Jesus. LOL. <laughs> For those of you who can't see at home, MJ was having a sip of her Braden laced or brandy laced coffee and about spewed it all over her computer. <laughs> we almost induced a spit take and it was awesome. All right. All right. Let us move on to our next. And since we can't really talk about quarterbacks that Mark hates coming to the Broncos to start, we're still going to talk about how much Mark hates quarterbacks. But as a backup so let's do bark hates quarterbacks yay <laughs> i fucking hate quarterbacks <laughs> yes you do yeah. oh and i've got a couple good ones for you oh my god i cannot right. wait yeah here we go all right right fuck all right Mark hates quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. Yes. Yes. You ready? Your first quarterback. I'm ready. Potential backup anywhere, including your Denver Broncos. I give you Kirk Cousins. (sighs) Well, let's talk about how much of an asshat this guy is first off, right? So he is a little bit above Aaron Rodgers on the morality scale because at least we all knew that he wasn't taking the uh, the thing, <clears throat> the, the vaccine, you know, but he's still on protocol and he's still, you know, an idiot for not having the vaccine. So um, there's that whole thing. And he's putting his, he put his team in a bind because of that whole thing and having a different set of standards for himself rather than his team. Um, he is also um, not good in prime time. He is very bad unless he plays at the 11 o'clock game. Um, I would have hated for him to have a game behind Russell Wilson where he's playing the 2 o'clock game because we always play 2 o'clock games in Denver. Um, he cannot play at those times. He is He's so OCD that he needs to uh, have a continuous routine, and if he breaks that routine, a.k.a. plays a later-in-the-day game or plays a Monday night game or a Sunday night game, he is t- terrible in those games plus no Kirk Cousins I do not like that I don't like that you don't like it I don't like it you don't like it okay all right thank you Mark your second 
And final quarterback who could come back as a backup, Teddy Two Gloves, Mr. Bridgewater. Take it away. You know, we talked about this last time. I know, but he's on the list. Okay. <laughs> Blame dipshit. She typed it. I I was um, not hating the Teddy Bridgewater thing last time because he already has been here and he's a good guy. As a backup quarterback, I really like it. <laughs> um as long as the number is good. Um, if, if, if we're not bringing him back at, you know, at a super expensive number, I think that that would be a really good, you know, strong bolster. He already knows the town a little bit, um, can help Russell out with that. Uh, just a good solid guy in the, 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 the locker room and uh, knows enough about football and coverages that he can help Russell out from the sideline as the backup. So uh, not like Russell really needs, you know, a strong influence to show him coverages and things like that. But it's also it's always helpful to have a vet, you know, somebody you can lean on, you know. Yeah, we all need we all need somebody to lean on. Somebody to lean on. Lean on me. Teddy Bridgewater. (laughs) When you're not strong. I'll be your friend. So, apologies for um, not hating on that quarterback. But no, that's I fine. I don't that's... Teddy Bridgewater. Not as a backup. I, I think I agree with you. He's be perfect backup. Um, and, and I think there's a possibility it could happen. Um, we'll see. Yeah. He's going to want starter money. This is the problem. Is anyone going to give it to him, though? Um, you know, the, the, no. Who's, who's desperate enough to bring the Saints? Might be the only one. Might be the only one. Just depends on how much they really love Taysom and Trevor. Yeah. I mean, they already, they already had him starting there a couple of years ago. So. Right. Well, he started as a backup, right. Um, right. To Drew, but they gave Taysom that contract. So who knows what's going to happen. All right. Thank you, Mark. Let's shift gears and talk about the NBA this week. The Denver nuggets played four games in five nights, went three and one culminating with a loss to the Golden State Warriors at the end of that stretch, but still finished three and one against Golden State. Mark, they are still in sixth place. They're two and a half games ahead of seventh and just a game or game and a half behind fifth and fourth. Um, boy, they're they're poised to make a run here if they can get some pieces back, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. I think that they're right in the spot where they want to be. You don't want to be um, in that one or two spot because then you're playing the the play-in teams who will be hot, right? Um, And they're going to be the hottest teams in there. Um, I think that four through six is kind of the perfect place to be. Um, those are kind of middling teams, and uh, as a as a team who is still missing a couple of pieces that are potentially more than likely coming back to be healthy, um, MJP, as Matt put it so kindly one time, um, is just moments away from returning, and uh, you know we're we're hopeful that our guy is coming back as well. Um, I I think they're poised to make a deep run. Um, if they can get those two pieces back and gel t- in time. So, uh, MJ, there's a report about half an hour ago out of Sports Illustrated that Jamal is about 50 50 to come back. We keep hearing that um, Michael Porter could come back anytime he's playing in the G League right now. 
What do you think about the Nuggets' chances going forward? Well, if you don't mind, I'm going to fucking step in here and fuck up the agenda and put in my basketball review. Um, oh, no. So I watched Kuroko no Basuke last week. Um, or this oh, past God. week. You did this already! But, 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 it was boring. So I actually watched the game on um, Thursday. Um, and then I watched the highlights again this morning. And I have thoughts about the actual fucking Nuggets game. Um, so I don't know how basketball works, obviously. Um, so I don't know how <laughs> penalties work. <laughs> but, alright. So, like, uh, I, um, the... The Nuggets were winning for a long time, and then Steve Curry was like, or Steph Curry rather, was like, actually, this that's enough of this, and then pretty much won it. Um, there were a few times that they everyone was just kind of standing and staring at someone on the three-point line, and the guy's like, guess I'll shoot, and he shot it, and he went in. So I'm not sure if you're supposed to like do something about that, but there was one time that Steph Curry was on the three-point line, like above the free-throw line. And he was like, he was standing there and one of the Nuggets went, wee and jumped in front of him. And Steve Curry was like, well, oh, boop, and then he scored it. Um, so apparently jumping in front of him is not the answer. Uh, there were a couple times that uh, the Nuggets kind of blew coverage, it looked like. And there was just like a Golden State Warrior guy on the other side. And he was like, hello. And then he scored because there was no one there and he was just totally open. And there was a couple times that the Nuggets turned over the ball. Which, I mean, that's the same in um, basketball as it is in hockey. You give it to the other guy and they score. And wee! Uh, but otherwise, uh, Boogie Cousins scored a few times. He was wearing a headband again, so it made him easy for me to find. Uh, Joe Kick was very tall and he won the tip-off. Jump, jump in tip thing, the first one. Uh, and then he scored sometimes. There are a bunch of cool passes. Uh, and the, the Nuggets lost 107 to 104, no, 107 to 102, I think it was, but it was, from what I could tell, kind of a little bit, a good game, but maybe a little sloppy on the Nuggets side, I think. Ta-da! I reviewed <laughs> basketball. That was one of the most disconnected streams of consciousness we've ever had. I (laughs) fucking brilliant. Well, so then I was. There were some other times, like I was watching, because I mean, I did play basketball when I was little. I was fucking terrible, but I did play it, and so I objectively know how like traveling works. I don't know how traveling works in the NBA because they're just kind of like la 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 la, wee, and then they score. But like the la 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 was many steps. Um, and the ball did not hit the ground in between those steps. Uh, so that didn't make very much sense. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. There's, uh, yeah, there you go. Mark, can I help you? I, I'm going to ignore the whole traveling thing because that's been an ongoing thing in the right. NBA for 40 years that there is no such thing as traveling. Um, you said you played basketball when you were little. Wouldn't have you not been little? No, I mean like young. I was in, uh, oh, I think I was in young. like fifth grade. That they put me on the D one team, even though I was five foot tall, and that like the only thing I was good at was taking the ball and running down the court, and then I had to pass it to someone to shoot because I couldn't shoot the ball to save my fucking when, life. When, 
when have you actually been five feet tall? I'm five foot tall now, bitch. I was five foot tall, like <laughs> starting in fifth grade. And then I stopped growing. Yeah, we know. Yes. Yeah, we are fully aware. <laughs> These were all short jokes. I was just... <laughs> But yes, your commentary is glorious. I wish we could pipe in the Billy Madison speech. <laughs> We're all dumber for having to listen to that, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> I award you no points. I award you no points. May God have mercy on your soul. Have mercy on your soul. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, thank you for that, MJ. Mark, uh, the MVP race in the God, NBA. That was so entertaining. <laughs> <I know. laughs> <laughs> la 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 right. <laughs> the MVP race in the NBA is tightening up there are basically three uh, people running away with it you've got the Joker you've got Embiid Giannis is there as always uh, clearly you know being a Denver based group uh, our favorites Joker but it's there's a lot going on here isn't there yeah there's that East Coast bias thing mm-hmm. yeah um, I, I don't know if you had a chance, got a chance to watch it on Thursday. Um, the, the Sixers played and got just destroyed by Brooklyn leading into, uh, Denver's game against, um, Golden State. And I, I don't think Embiid actually played very well on the national stage. So we'll see if maybe that, that helps us and hurts him a little bit. You know, Jonas is a two-time, uh, MVP. Love to see Joker get the second one, but the race is definitely getting tighter. MJ, do you have any thoughts on the NBA MVP race? Oh, you know I don't. Okay, very good. Moving <laughs> on. I was kind of hopeful that you did. <laughs> right. After that commentary on the Nuggets game, I was really hopeful that there was something there. But, man. Was... <laughs> All right, that's enough basketball for this week. MJ, it is your time. Give us some NHL hits. Do, do, do. Do 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 hockey do 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 NHL. Okay, so um, <laughs> the, um, it's it's getting closer closer to the end of the season, so people are talking about the awards race. More important, most importantly, um, the race for the Hart Award, which is the MVP of the league. And it's really between two players, um, Igor Shosturkin and Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews right now is on a fucking tear. He's super good. Um, he is first in the league, I think, in goals. I, I'd have to check. Uh, he's first in the league in a lot of stuff, and he's top five in um, goals, assists, and points. Um but uh, Igor Shashurkin right now is at like a 940 save percentage and is the only reason why the Rangers are worth half a shit. Um, and they're actually worth more than half a shit right now. They're also doing pretty good, except for that last game. Don't talk about that last game that they had. Um, the Alan Walsh is a agent, as a player agent, and he got into a fucking hissy fight with Dom LeCision, who's a stats guy about whether or not Jonathan Huberto should have a consideration in the heart race. He should not. He should not. Don't think about the, listen, the Panthers are good. Jonathan Huberto is not even the best player on his team. Uh, if anyone tries to tell you otherwise, they are wrong. Avs updates. They're on a losing streak right now, which kind of blows. 
I'm not super worried about it. They are. They have lost every game since I saw them in Arizona. Oh, by the way, I went to Phoenix and watched them in Phoenix. Um, That arena is pretty cool. The area around the arena is very cool. Uh, It sucks that that's going to be the last time they're fucking there. Uh, I hope that arena gets some other kind of sports team in there to play. But otherwise, they've lost all the rest of their games. Um, Last night, or not last night, the night before, they played the Carolina Hurricanes, who's one of the top three teams in the league. Um, It was a 1-0 game, pretty close to the third. There was probably like five, ten minutes left. Um, And then the rest called a high sticking on Nazem Kadri on Nino Niederreiter. And, I mean, it was probably, it was a high stick. But Nino Niederreiter, he sold it a little bit. Um, And so the rest called it. And the Avs were kind of like, according to, this is all according to Gabe Landeskog. Gabe Landeskog was like, but... It it wasn't it. He sold it. He sold it, and the rest were like, "Yeah, but it was a high stick." And they were like, "Okay." Um, and then, closer to the end of the game, Nas was going for a goal, and he got hooked and lost the puck. And he lost the puck specifically because of the hook, and it changed possession. Usually, penalties are called more often as long as there's um affects possession of the puck. Uh, but they didn't call it, and. Gabe Landeskog was mad and went up to the refs and said, hey, how come you didn't call that? And the refs were like, well, because Nas sold it. And Gabe was like, yeah, but it was a hook. But it it was a hook. That's the same thing that you told us earlier. And the refs were like, yeah, but it was, yeah, but he sold it. And so Gabe Landeskog was like, well, that was bad. That's a bad call. That's a bad call. You guys suck. And they gave him a 10-minute misconduct. Um... That night, the rest were being really bad anyway all over the league. There were a lot of blown calls leading to game-winning or game-losing plays. Uh, so what's new? The NHL refs are bad. Uh, otherwise, the trade deadline's coming up. Fucking nothing has happened. The Leafs traded for Ilya Labushkin. That's, that's all that's happened. And apparently some of the insiders are like, yeah, fuck all is happening. Even though we all want... Claude Giroux to get traded, or Travis Sanheim, or Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel to the Avs, Travis Sanheim to the Leafs, please. Uh, Nothing is happening. Do you have any thoughts, either of you? You are destroying that fish. No, this is my fish. He's fine. The trout is doing great. Fuck off. (laughs) Every time I look, you've got, like, your hand on the stick, and you're just down. <laughs> like that poor fish further, how, further how, impaling the fish how far up there is that stick <laughs> what do you think about uh the races in the other uh awards um i mean igor definitely has the vesna locked up the selkie is probably going to go to patrice he's still doing very very good but um i think it could easily also go to, um, oh, what the fuck is his name? Mm, I don't remember. A guy for um, the uh, uh, Barkov, Sasha Barkov. That's his name. Um, the Norris is going to be Kales, almost guaranteed. Uh, I don't know. I think the Rocket is still pretty much up in the air. Ovi, Leon, um, and Matthews are still pretty much going after it. 
uh, yeah, that who cares about the lady being or the rest of them? Who gives a flying fuck? There you go. Okay, thank you, MJ. Well, what should we talk about next, guys? Um, hey, I've got somebody who has an idea of what we should talk about. Hold on a second. I have our number one fan here. Toaster, what's up, man? Hey, so I think you should review a bottle of alcohol. You know what? Let's talk about a bottle of alcohol. That sounds like a fantastic idea. A bottle of nerd skirt, if you would. Nerd skirt. So we'll talk about something. It's nerd skirt. Nerd skirt. So let's talk about a bottle of Irish whiskey that you may not be familiar with. This bottle is called Slain Irish Whiskey, made 20 miles outside of Dublin. Uh, Slain Irish Whiskey is aged in three different casks and then blended. Uh, there is a virgin oak cask, a Tennessee whiskey cask, and a sherry cask. And you get a depth of flavor um, with this whiskey because of that process that you normally wouldn't out of uh, most Irish whiskeys that you're familiar with. Um, in the store, it's three or four bucks more than Jameson uh, for a full bottle. Um, well worth the price. As deep as the flavor is, and you're going to find notes of caramel and dried fruit uh, with some butterscotch on the finish, but it's still got that typical Irish finish. It might linger a little bit more than, let's say, a Tullamore or a Jameson would, but it's still going to finish pretty clean. Um, about 23 bucks a bottle at the grocery store. Slain Irish Whiskey has given us no money for this. I just happen to really enjoy their product. What do you guys think? I I think I like anything with tones of brother brother sharts. Brother sharts, that sounds awful. That, isn't that what you said? Was it brother? I said sharks? butterscotch. Mother sharks. Yes, mother sharks. <laughs> baby sharks. No baby sharks do, were harmed do, 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 in do, the do. review of this. Baby sharks. <laughs> do 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 do. Mm-hmm. Baby shark. Do, 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 do. Baby shark, baby shark, baby shark. Moving on <laughs> to news and notes in Major League Baseball. Mark, take it ah, away. That's a baseball. So baseball, we have baseball. Yes, we have baseball. There was no baseball, and then they were canceling games, and then they canceled more games, and then they said more games to be canceled, but then they said, fuck it, we're playing baseball. And the owners seem to give up a lot but they're the owners so they just are making billions of dollars doing whatever they do um the rockies will suck again and there is a chance of the spiders cup can i get a yeehaw spiders cup yeehaw, yeehaw. spiders cup. yes there will be a chance at the spiders cup and so the national league now has a designated hitter what do we think about that matt yes or no I'm down with it. I don't think anyone yeah. wants to see pitchers hit anymore. Yeah, fuck though, them. Yeah. The only one the only one that anybody keeps referencing as part of it is what about Shohei Otani? Well, you know what? When he's on his off days, he is the designated hitter. So it's fine. You know, like he's the only one that matters. None of the other pitchers can hit anyways. Uh, fuck them all. So let's just let him pitch and then let hitters hit. And it's going to be a more entertaining game. Uh, we didn't lose any games at all. We've got 162 games. In fact, we did lose one game, though. There will not longer be game 163. Those of us around here remember when uh, Matt Holiday never actually touched home plate. 
That's all I'll say about that. He, he uh, bled across it, but that's fine. Right. He didn't touch the plate. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but I'm sorry to your wife, Miss Sela. The Rockies will suck again this year. And rumor has it that Trevor Story is probably going to the Red Sox. So there you go. I think that's just your rumor has it because I saw something that he was going to the Yanks. Uh, I, either way, he's not going to be a Rocky anymore. <laughs> well, we, no. we knew the no, second half of that. He will not be here. Um, and he goes to eight, either one of those two places. It's just the rich getting richer. Uh, I've said it once. I've said it twice. I'll say it again. Baseball is broken. I wish they could get their shit together and figure out uh, at least put in a goddamn salary floor if we're not actually going to implement a salary cap. That won't happen with the group of owners that have in Miami and Denver and Albuquerque and Las Cruces. And isn't there a a soft cap with the luxury tax though? It's soft, correct? It's yeah. a, it's that's a max tax, but there's no floor, and that's no really floor. what baseball needs to be competitive is some sort of floor. So, like, you have teams like the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Rockies that are spending zero dollars. It's funny because the Rockies actually have a pretty decent salary range, right? Um, compared to a lot of teams, as opposed to like the uh, Oakland Athletics, who are constantly penny pinching and competitive, um, and the Arizona Diamondbacks, who can't fucking put a field to a team, but they have uh, $800 million in whatever payroll, but they can't put anybody in seats. Um, but that's the problem is there's no floor, so there's no there's no way for certain owners to not spend enough money. Like, it's just weird. And all the TV contracts are all separate. It's just dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Broken. All good. Okay. Uh, thank you, Mark, for the baseball news and notes. MJ, it is your time to shine. You have been furiously scrubbing the interwebs. Give us your knowledge and share with us the dipshit of the week. Uh, I'm going to stick in the MLB circle area for this dipshit of the week the dipshit of the week is jeff passan on the biggest news day of his life he gets his twitter account i was hoping (laughs) by some fucking nft jabroni (laughs) and though it didn't take him very long to unfuck his account it was still really brutal because everyone was like no jeff we were counting on you why would you do this uh, but yeah, that was that was the funniest thing to happen on that day is he got his account tacked by some fucking skeleton skull bro NFT jabroon. Fucking hilarious. And the, the aftermath was fun to follow, too, because he would keep mentioning it with I, I kind of think that Jeff Passan might be a fun guy to have a beer with because his brand of self-deprecating humor on the Internet is actually kind of funny. Like when he says, you guys remember when my Twitter got hacked on the busy on the biggest news day of my life, <laughs> like the day that happened. By the way, anybody want to buy some NFTs? <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, who is it? Jesse Rogers, one of the other um, ESPN guys, was like, "Jeff, if you change your password from I am the greatest, you'd probably get your account not hacked." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hysterical! They were just all shit talking so each other. Yeah, so good. It's good to uh, have those national names humanized every now and again. Good times there. Thank you, dipshit. And we are going to stay with you as you give us your final thoughts. Uh, this was a a great episode. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna 
watch an NBA recap show and maybe figure out something about the MVP <laughs> race. And then I'm don't don't do that. I'm gonna I'm, don't do I'm that. gonna get changed so I can go to a specific appointment here in a few. So let's finish this fucking quickly because I don't have that much time. I need to get changed. Right. <laughs> All right, Mark, take it away. Okay, we're going to finish this quickly because I've been yelled at by the dipshit producer. So we love all of you. We appreciate you all. Muti, we love you. I know you're listening and going, ha, 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 as I say your name. <laughs> and, uh, of course, we got to do the thing where I mention a lot of places, right? Because that's part of the deal. So... From Denver to Albuquerque, London, Athens, Amsterdam, Austin, Auckland, Bulgaria, Bogota, Rio de Janeiro, Reykjavik, Tehran, Berlin, Perth, Nassau, Mumbai, Valletta, Beirut, Trinidad and Tobago, Chittagong, Tbilisi, Sicily, Abu Dhabi, Riyadh, Ontario, Canada, Toaster Town, which is currently on my couch, and Gothenburg, where all the metal comes from. Hey, we love you all. Uh, first and foremost, we have hit another milestone. This is episode number 40, ladies and gentlemen. Look at us charging along. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, make sure you catch us on our social channels uh, at the Idiot Goons on Twitch and Twitter. Search My Brother is an Idiot on Facebook. Uh, Mark's Twitter is at Poffle Time. My Twitter at Poffleupagus. And as always, if you want to learn more about barbecue and see yummy food, check me out at King Goon Smoke on TikTok for Mark, MJ, and the absent but not for long, Muti. My name is Matt. This has been My Brother's an Idiot. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Absent but omnipresent. <laughs> <laughs>